Yeah, we're ready, bro. All right, three, two, one. What's up, my people? People, welcome to another wonderful episode of the No Great Areas podcast. Already, our guest can't control her excitement. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but just to just to give a little hello, uh, I'm Lewis, and uh, I'm Denny, and today and we have with us. I'm Kieran. Just that, just that. I'm That's Kieran. It. That's <laughs> it. You should know who I am. <laughs> no, I'm. Um, yeah, I'm Kieran. I've known Lewis since I was like eight years old. Oh wow! We used to um, I gave her. Cho- I gave her a chocolate bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we used to train together um Peacher Taekwondo. Cool, and cool. um shout out Peacher. Shout out Peacher. Obligatory. Uh, yeah. And um met Denny through Taekwondo as well. Yeah. So yeah. Cool. How's the uh, how's the lockdown treating you, Karen? For me, not much difference because I'm still going to work. So I work in um the pharmaceutical industry. I work for um a company that makes anti-cancer drugs mainly. Okay. So production still going on. Obviously, drugs still needs to get released, and I'm not able to work from home because my um, job's very much paper-based. So I work in quality assurance. Okay. So just making sure that um, everything is done the way it's meant to be done um, through the documents, because in science everything is documented. Every um, procedure that's done. Um, every monitoring any everything is is documented and everything needs to be done at the right time it needs to be truthful it needs to be accurate obviously as you can imagine you're making drugs right and there's yeah. a lot of human input in that so i'm like a policeman but <laughs> for making sure that everyone's doing what they're meant to be doing when it comes to documentation so you don't work in the department that's making the little chips that they're going to put inside us with all the vaccines, no? No, no, okay. no, no. I'm not, not, not there. Okay. No, I was actually going to say, like, uh, how does that work, Kieran? You know, you're making these anti-cancer drugs when cancer doesn't actually exist. It's a government conspiracy that's set up to... What? <laughs> don't shoot me. <laughs> I hate this. Everyone's like, oh, no, you work for a pharma company. They're like, I'm like, oh, God. Big pharma. Do you know what, as well? I find Big it funny pharma. when people... Just... <laughs> No? Okay. Kieran's a bit young for that song, brother. Uh, No, I know that song's a good song. Uh, But uh, do you know what the thing is as well, though? It's like when people say, oh, you work for Big Pharma, like you're part of this big conspiracy. Did someone come and sit down with you on your first day, Kieran, and go, listen, we are slowly draining the world of all its money and killing everyone that we can. You're either with us or you're against us. (laughs) Sign on the line. (laughs) Exactly. Like um, someone said to me once, they're like, Okay, I'm glad some someone that we trust is going into <laughs> into this industry. Like, do the right thing, and I'm like, I really don't have that control. I'm just doing my day job. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's. it's Kieran funny comes as well. in on her first day. She's like, right, I'm shutting this shit down. Okay, exactly. no more mind control drugs, people. No, not on my watch. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. But yeah, lockdown's been normal for me. Like, just working as normal. So. I can't really empathize with people that are obviously like sitting at home right now for like two months and yeah. doing nothing. Like 
it's kind of a blessing that I'm still going to work, I guess. But obviously, at the same time, it is a bit daunting, especially at the beginning, um, with all this obviously virus stuff happening and making sure that I'm washing my hands like ten times a day. And but only, I, only ten. <laughs> but it's just you. You do you do get used to it. I don't want to say used to it, but you you just it doesn't become daunting anymore. You know, you just yeah. you know what the precautions are you know what to do so you just do it now so like I can't imagine not like washing my hands before I like eat something or it's just normal I guess now so just with regards so so uh Lewis says you're an avid listener I am good good we do we do like to have our I've uh, listened to every podcast oh wow to the point now actually actually apart from one apart from one which the politics one <laughs> i need to i need to listen to that but yeah i've listened to like everyone i think okay and it's got to the point now where kieran harasses me to message denny and ask him <laughs> when we're releasing the next episode well we might we might we, we can set up like a like a, a secret members area because um there are a few unreleased episodes <gasps> and things like that that we just never ever released so we can we, i might i might yeah. a little password protected area that you can go in and listen <laughs> To, the, to, the, to, and you'll realize why they didn't get released <laughs> yeah. oh that was that one as well yeah that was yeah. that there was that one in particular that was quite terrible um yeah you'd have to like sign a non-disclosure agreement and pay a small fee of like 10 grand to listen to that one i think because wow. there's some dirt on me in that episode <laughs> it was there yeah it's himself anyway anyway we'll, we'll we'll not get too much into that denny i thought you deleted it um <laughs> But seeing you're an avid listener, I just wanted to, I actually wanted to ask Karen, uh, the last episode that we had, had released, uh, I believe Denny entitled it, Dancing, uh, and, dating. Date, dancing and Dating, I was going to say it the other way around. Uh, what, did, what did you think of that, Karen, when you listened to it? You know, what were your thoughts getting a, a female perspective on quite a, a male-dominated uh, conversation? Yeah. Well, I thought it was hilarious, to be honest. I thought it was, uh, it was, so, it was very entertaining, it was very interesting to see how you know there's people that that think have a different way of thinking and um it, it, yeah i found it very very interesting was there but, anything um, that, that like you thought was a bit shocking or you really didn't agree with or that you maybe even found offensive um <laughs> i didn't find anything offensive it was more um i found it shocking how That you can be with one person, but you're 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 also allowed to to have relationships with other people, and it's just a normal thing. I I don't understand how that would work personally, but it was just interesting to hear how he he was very obviously very sure of himself, yeah. like how he felt, and it was you know the right thing for him to do and. You know, he he it kind of sounded like he knew his boundaries as well. Like, you know, if he had like multiple relationships, you know, what's to say that you don't, you know, fall in love with with one of them, with another one, or or whatever. Like, it's just he seemed very sure of himself. So it was just it's just a different different way of thinking, I guess. But I didn't find it offensive. I just found it very interesting. Did you come away from it thinking I'm going to sit down with my partner and talk about no. opening up <laughs> options? I was just thinking if my partner did that, I'd kick his butt. 
<laughs> was there any, was there any, because obviously it was, a lot of it was from a sort of male perspective. Was there anything that kind of made you think, oh, okay, I get it now. Like why men might act like dicks or why men do this or certain things because of like how he was Actually, explaining things. There's, there's, there's one thing that I found was, was a bit like, okay. Like um, when he said, when he said if, um, I can't remember now. Did he say that he had a main girl? And then so he then, was talking about the different tiers. He has three tiers of membership services that he provides. <laughs> no, but he has like his his main long term. I think he called it L LTR main long term relationship. Oh, no, right. Then he has like a medium tier, which is like someone that he can go out and date and they have sex. And then he has just friends with benefits. So uh, I can't remember, I can't remember what what topic it was around, but he mentioned one thing where he said. Um, if one of them refuses sex that that the next <laughs> he wouldn't go out on the same night but the next day he would he go out and then was, go, yeah, go to that, the next one yeah that was his and main I was like, that was his main yeah and i was like yeah. what what if you know she she's only refused it like once or whatever like why do you have to quickly go run out and and <laughs> like i was like oh, okay <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's that's a good point. That's a good point. It would be, um, it would... So yeah, things like that I didn't agree so, with, I guess, and it was a bit like. I think I think is um, everyone's um, priorities and the way they think and perspective on situations, I guess, is different. So. Do you know what? It's funny actually. I didn't. Think... What did you guys think about it? Well, I, I was just thinking how as I a didn't... male perspective it didn't occur to me in the moment that actually what just on what you've just said, like his, his main squeeze could be like, no, nah, no, nah, not tonight. I'm not feeling well, whatever. And he's like, all right, I'll go out and get, get something tomorrow. Yeah. Maybe his main squeeze wants to get down tomorrow. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, no, no, you had your opportunity last night. I'm booked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What did you guys think of it? Obviously I, you know, you guys found it helpful. <laughs> I thought it was interesting. Um, I'll tell you something that I did think was like uh, quite interesting. The fact that he kind of said around, like as a single guy, obviously, you, you know, you, you're not necessarily restricted to um, who you're dating. Potentially, like as you're, if you're, if you know, you could, you, if you're seeing a few people as you're getting to know them, it wouldn't particularly be that, um, that 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 surprising to anyone um but when you are in a relationship and and i guess at that point you can kind of choose who or when you're in the mood to sleep with someone and when you're in a relationship that power is taken out of your hands and then yeah you have to kind of wait for your partner to kind of be in the same mode as you yeah um so that was interesting because that was like oh yeah yeah that's kind of true you kind of lose that power but it's pros and cons, isn't it? And also being in a relationship, you also gain a lot more than you would from just someone who you're casual with, you know? Yeah. There's a lot more to it. So, yeah. But it did make me stop and think for a second. I'm like, I need to have that conversation, I think. No, I do. <laughs> and then my do, senses came around. Do you know, I was thinking, like, one thing that he said with a lot of confidence is, like, if you're with someone and... Obviously, he's saying from the male perspective, he's like, you know, if you're with a woman and you give her great sex and, you know, she she's really enjoying it, 
she's a lot more likely to let you go off and do your other thing and know that you're coming back because she's enjoying the sex. And I was like, really? I should have asked a few times. Did she have other relationships? Nah, just just saying like, listen, the way the way he spoke about it, when I was thinking about it after, it's almost like it's like there's a drought going on, right? And she's just like, okay, I've I've got this one good sexual partner, and if I let him go, I might not get another one. So what I'll do is I'll let him go off and do what he wants because he's going to come back and you know resume with me, and at least I know I'm going to have this decent sexual partner. It kind of seemed like he was just like, yeah, because I'm reliable, I'm consistent, I deliver the goods. Yeah. Right. But not reliable in treating her right. Like no, he's bedroom. just talking about producing orgasms. That's all he was talking about. <laughs> he wasn't going anywhere past that. See, that's it. That's the thing. Like, I think I don't know. It was very interesting. <laughs> thing is, well, I think it's something a topic we'll get on to at a later point in time. I won't ask you to talk about it, Kieran, because I know you'd slap the hell out of me for bringing it up. But I think we should do a topic on orgasms at some point in the future. Kieran's already her face is turned. Do not talk to me about orgasms, this. Yeah. <laughs> Get some like, other guest on that one. Yeah, I'd be like talking to my little sister about it. Not the one, not the one. But anyway, the, the topic of today is kind of leading on from the the conversation we had with Jan last week. And that is obviously he's he's talking about from a, a male perspective of how to approach women, how to talk to women, how to engage, even even more so socially, you know, to begin with, and then and yeah. from the dating perspective. Um and I wanted to kind of just touch on you know the uh, women's perspective of like when guys approach them what's what kind of what kind of guidelines you think men should take and um you know examples of times where guys have maybe acted either very chivalrous and gentlemanly or quite the opposite and been complete a-holes so, uh, one, one thing that i want to say was um was it yan his name is yes um the dancing thing, I think it's really good that he he took dancing on and that he's found like that confidence and everything through dancing. Mm. And I think like like Denny, you mentioned it as well, that dancing can be quite a powerful thing. Yeah. Um, especially when, when you're out, like it can you can almost like you can speak to somebody through dancing almost, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it it's it that's one good thing. It reminded me of Hitch, I was telling Lewis. Oh yeah, he reminded me of Hitch because yeah. he was teaching him how to dance in that movie. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah uh, I think for guys approaching girls, see, uh, I don't know about other girls, but for me, it's just like being yourself. Okay. Like when when guys, I think, try too hard, the girl can see that you're trying really hard. Like I don't understand why they think that it's covered. So what, what, what's an example of trying too hard? So like, just like being a bit like sleazy and like okay. coming close to you or thinking that they can, they can come close to you or touch you or put your hand on, on your waist. Like I did not invite you or say anything about you coming close to me like that or even touching me. I don't even know you. Uh, for example like if you were in a club or something like yeah. that or a bar so and and you know just being very like that, that you know full well they wouldn't do that or like 
if if it wasn't in that environment. Okay. Yeah. But I think in that environment, I think it just it changes, doesn't it? In that environment, it's just there's it's it's different. Do you think that maybe because of the environment, like first of all, if you're if you're in a club and you're trying to talk, it's loud. So you're gonna have to be close to the person to talk to them. Yeah. So, so already the standard like social aspect of maintaining like a normal yeah, distance from true. someone is is already out the window. That's true. And then for for some guys, maybe it's a way of establishing very quickly if there's interest. You know, if a guy puts his hand on your waist, yeah, and and you stay there, he's like, okay, I've established I'm attracted to her. I put my hand on her to signal it, and she did not move away. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I understand that. I think it's it's the I can't explain it. It's sometimes like that initial interaction. I think a girl can feel the the vibe of it, like how how it's going and what 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 the guy's like based on what he's saying, you know how 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 he's being, you know where where like how. For example, yeah, like where where are his hands and things like that. It's just all those things in a girl's head. Then says right, what 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 is he what is he trying to do? Right. Do you know? So I think um, Jan was saying just like it sounded like he was teaching guys to have a good time to dance, and he said that you you end up forming a friendship through it. And I think that's a lot. I think girls generally feel a lot um, safer that way as well. Yeah. You know, you don't feel like you're you're being um, they're they're being um, disrespectful in any way or anything like that. And it's more just through themselves kind of thing. But I don't know. I think I think it it's, it's all depends on what the guys like, what the girls like. Some girls like it, some girls don't like it. So it's difficult for guys because it's hit, it's like hit miss. <laughs> yeah. Does it ever depend on how good looking the guy is? Don't lie, Kerry. Do not lie. Well, yeah. Obviously, that initial attraction. So it makes it makes a difference, but. Me personally, I've always been the type of girl that a guy approaching me, I'm not, I'm not very, um, I'm quite standoffish with that stuff. Okay. I don't know whether it's from, I don't know, I don't know where it comes from, but I just, that doesn't kind of like. It's taekwondo, it's, isn't it? Someone gets a certain, I certain so. distance. I think, you, so. you, I think it's the martial art thing. I'm like, whoa, you're close. <laughs> I should, kick, I should kick right now yeah yeah like even when i was like out with my girls in the past like i don't i don't drink so i've always been the sober one and like whenever people were around i was like the bodyguard right so i'd be like looking around like right what's she doing what's he doing what's he doing and like, i think it is just that just like being aware of my surroundings and i'm not that i don't i don't really go out to to want attention either hmm. So I don't kind of look for it in my head. So if it happens, I'm just like, yeah, I just it doesn't really bother me, I guess, in that sense. But like I said, it just it just depends on, on who you are and, and stuff like that. Because even if a guy is good looking, again, it doesn't it won't phase me like that unless there's a connection there. And what if uh, let's say a guy comes up to to chat to you and 
you're you're not uh, receptive to it or you you're a little bit dismissive or you just tell me you're not interested what's what's the kind of typical response you get you just walk away or is there any, ever like friction or anything no I've never had friction touch wood um I just normally I just normally like put my hand out like no <laughs> sorry yeah. because in, especially in a in a in a bar or club when people are obviously under the influence of alcohol they're a lot more relaxed and they're not going to be thinking too much about you know am I crossing any lines here or should you know that that doesn't go through your head like that you're just you're just enjoying the moment but whenever something like that happens I think because I'm sober as well just like don't touch me <laughs> like don't be like I don't need to like smell your breath that close to me please <laughs> yeah enough. what about um what about in like a normal kind of everyday environment uh work out socially with friends is there, so, is there any like hard nose like do not do not do this at this time like, so I was speaking about this with someone the other day at work is a no like that's that's the last thing that ever goes in like into my head like work is work for me do you know what i find obviously like right now i'm in a relationship so everything's a no right now but i'm just talking about even when i was single in the past like work has always just been that place where no yeah i've never even i find work quite a weird place there's so many relationships happening work so many people i find that bizarre I'm not going to yeah. lie, I have liked someone in work and it's been, you know, even I think it, it got as far as if they sent me an email, they might put a, a kiss at the end of it or just a jokey thing or a little smiley face. Um, and we might have lunch a bit. It was always very, very formal, like sitting there, nothing. On the last, yeah. on my last day, when we went out to, you know, like you might have leaving drinks, then it was like, okay, let's, let's, let's kind of see. But I know obviously... We're not in, we're not going to be in work again in that circumstance, but I I I really don't get the dating in work situation. I just think there's just too much. Um, what's that What's that saying? Like don't shit on your own doorstep type of thing. Like if anything yeah. goes wrong, you're then back there with them the next day. There's you know it, there's there's just so much riding on it. It's just for I me, agree. yeah, and it's and it's uncomfortable. You know, if, if something if something if something, you know, even if um, it doesn't quite go accordingly and then the next day you have to like be in work and like sit opposite each other even like having that space apart and things like I just think it, it just seems awkward to me and it, you know what at work everybody knows yeah. each other's business as well like yeah. you can you like, like you said you know when two people are they're not even going out but you know yeah. something's happening yeah, yeah. and it's just it's such a yeah it's such a weird environment and I'm just like and if you're professional about your work mm. it can it can uh, people can have of the wrong perception of you if you're if you're doing that work even if it is genuine mm. but it's still like it's different like we've got we've got couples at work that are married right yeah, yeah. but that's different it's, it's just different but I think getting together with someone in work initially is just I agree it's odd yeah yeah that's that's never been something I've I've uh, been comfortable with um, so if you're if you're a guy and you're like besotted with the girl that you work with, then just tough crap, yeah? Is that what we're going with here? Do you know what I've always felt? I've always felt like I'm going to see a hot girl at work 
when I leave work and I'm walking through the high street, I'm going to see a hot girl. When I go to a club, I'm going to see a hot girl. So why am I going to take the one that can potentially be disruptive to my day to day? That's how I've always kind of looked at it. Like everywhere, you, every every time you go out, you you see someone attractive. So it's it's that's how kind of how I've always looked at it. Why am I gonna, you know, um, yeah, as I said, sort of go for the one that could potentially be uh, disruptive for me? Doesn't really make sense to me. So there you go, lads. Lads with no social life, you ain't getting with no girls then. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've always felt like. People act differently at work as well. Yeah. To when they like naturally are, mm. like naturally act. Yeah. So it's just weird. It's yeah. just difficult. Like initially when you meet someone at work, they you you are a bit different at work. Mm. You are. Like it's just natural. Yeah. So it's just yeah. Yeah. Well, even that one uh, sort of situation I had, I said that was like maybe late teens, early twenties. Well, I was at I was at university. Um. So it must have been early twenties. Um, but since then, I've just I, I I can I can subjectively say, or sorry, objectively say, someone is attractive at work. But I've never fancied someone. I've never thought, oh, I would love to pursue this. Just and and similar to how you said, my persona at work, how I am at work, is completely different to me and my sort of everyday of everyday life. So yeah, work's never been. Never, never. That's never really been an option. It's never been the place for me. No. To be fair, I'm just thinking about. You're frozen up, mate. In somewhere for a short period of time. You frozen up? Is it just me? And he's frozen up. Danny's frozen. Oh, oh just a second ago, you two. It, it said, "Yeah, I've just got a thing about my internet connection. It should fix itself soon." That's continue. Fine. Continue. Uh, yeah, I was working somewhere for a short period. Of, I was there for like a month. Um, and there was a girl who worked there who was being, say, overtly flirtatious, um, but not overstepping the mark. And then on my last day there, we'd all, like, there was a, a place where everyone parked their cars and stuff. We walked, and then she was like, so um, I'll see you around. I was like, yeah, see you around. And then she she just like jumped, <laughs> give me a little peck on the lips, and they just like walked off, like little skip and a step. And I was like, "Did that just happen? Did I just get me too?" <laughs> <laughs> um, but at least she waited into the last day yeah. because if she'd have done that the day before, yeah. that could have been hella awkward going into work the next day. Like, it was her. <laughs> She's the one. <laughs> she attacked me. I was at my car. Getting <laughs> yeah, the line uh, up. But yeah, what about um but okay, so so work is an absolute no go. Obviously nightclubs are a little bit, you know, fifty fifty, whatever. Um what about has there has there ever been like a an incident where you've you've been approached in, in a way that's like completely, completely unacceptable? Yeah. Um how old was I? I think I was about, I think it was only like three, four years ago, about 21, 22, I can't remember. But um, do you remember when Creams was open on Farnham Road by Lidl? Oh, this, yeah. this is very much so for the listeners who live in Slough, yes? Yeah, yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, for listeners that live in Slough. <laughs> we're global. Let me just tell you, we're global. 
is there are some people who listen in the Netherlands, for example, and mm. they do not know where Creams is on Farnham Road. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, God. So, yeah. So, uh, dessert shop. Um, one summer, I went in. My mum was parked outside and I went in to get a milkshake. And there were about about five guys behind the counter and they were all just like sniggering laughing at each other and obviously I ordered my milkshake and you can just tell well, I could just tell it was just the vibe was off like I just felt uncomfortable straight away from just the way that they were licking and sniggering at each other and then one of them said to me turn around what? yeah that's a line um she he just he he just goes turn around and you can then all of them were just like looking and like and like giggling like well what's she gonna do kind of thing like and I just I was shocked at first I was taken back like I come in here to get a milkshake like what is going on and I was shocked because I was just like I didn't know what to say at first you know you're just taken back and then um so with me, with this kind of stuff, I get very, <laughs> I can get very like, not angry, but I get very pissed off in these sort of situations. Cause I just found that was so disrespectful. Mm. And I just walked out. I didn't even, I paid for my milkshake, but I didn't even like wait to, to collect it. Cause I just thought that's just, I'm not, I'm not going to stand around for that. And I did just you, walked out. Did you walk out backwards? So <laughs> I know. <laughs> thinking that and obviously I walked out normally <laughs> you go to walk out and the lads are like yeah good too no but I just it was those kind of situations I, I don't know why guys think that's funny but that, that's so like uncomfortable for a female to say well, something like that like it's just I just think that's off key yeah so okay. off key fair enough I mean, uh, what about like uh, online, for example? Have you, if, do you ever get guys just like trying to slide into your DMs? Nah, because my account's on private. Everything's private. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, <laughs> Everything's, yeah, like I've only got friends and stuff on, on DMs. But like, yeah, no, not got, now. So I got told a story today. Um, so I was speaking to a couple of people to come on as well. Um, and while they weren't able to, unfortunately, um, one of them did tell me a story that um, they said they were at a, a, a bar um, with, it was them and their friend, and the person they were seeing, um, one of their friends were there as well, and he, he said, oh, um, I'll, I'll give you a lift home. So obviously being the, the friend of uh, the kind of boyfriend, they're like, oh, cool, that's, that's nice. Yeah, and and they got in a car. Apparently, he looked over from the driver's seat and basically said, "So we're going back tomorrow for sex." And they were like, "What? No!" And he said, "Okay, get the what? f out of my car then." Literally, wow. yeah. But but uh, they said that basically because of that as well. Obviously, that being the person, the the boyfriend's friend, she just dumped the boyfriend because it's like, "Nah, I'm not well. I'm not with you. If you're that's that's your homeboy, basically." And then that was that was that. But yeah, I was like, wow. Um, yeah, he sounds like a real catch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I suppose yeah. I suppose at least he. Well, I don't know if at least he's honest because obviously uh, you just send him to Yan. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, 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 yes. The thing is, is, 
do you know what's a bit messed up though? Like in, in that situation, maybe he should have said it before he, he got her in the car. Yeah, but even so it's it's kind of disrespectful on every level anyway. But then even to his own friend, like that was his friend's girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. Do you see what I mean? Um Yeah, but yeah, as I said, I was I was kind of shocked. I was like, wow. Um told Lewis to stop acting like that but it's not much I can oh, really, really do <laughs> like he's out of control you're gonna do me like that <laughs> I told you man keep it quiet now um yeah I think uh the, the the thing that I really take from from that particular situation is that if you're a girl in a car with a guy in that situation where he's like so we're gonna go back to mine for sex you might feel like oh shit like I, I thought I could trust this guy and yeah. in this instant mm. that is gone what happens when I say no yeah, because I think um, something that guys are very quick to forget is that not not all women. A lot of women are very confident, um, and they're 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 not um, they're not necessarily going to be like in fear in those kind of situations. But there are there are a lot of women who maybe in that kind of situation would actually be like genuinely scared for their safety. Yeah. Um, and I think like something that I've always, which is probably why I've never like tried to chat up a girl is that um i just i feel like it's just an, an awkward social interaction to be like approaching someone purely for the basis of trying to see if you can start a relationship yeah. and on, yeah. on any level Agreed. of like let's let's see where this can go like let's just from nothing mm. to to where yeah it just seems a bit odd yeah. i think that's basically what i was trying to say earlier about like guys approaching you in a club like it's just what do you what 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 do you expect from this conversation yeah yeah and like especially with the way that they approach you what they're saying and you're in a club they're drunk normally it's it's one thing so it's just well what what, what are some of the things that guys will come up and say (sighs) it'll just be like calling you like baby for example yeah straight yeah. off the bat it's like who are you <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> it's just like some but then again some girls might like that yeah. i mean like i'm not going to speak for all girls like yeah. okay. I'm, I'm just giving my opinion so so why you say some girls might like that we do have uh, another guest who joined us uh, someone who's actually been uh, on the podcast before if you go back oh god i can't remember the name of the episode i think it was religious hypocrisy it was called yeah uh we have with us this evening manaza who still has her mic on mute i'm hoping she unmutes it there you go and says hello hi everyone hello hello so uh, I, I don't know if you if you are keeping up with us there but um kieran was just saying like she doesn't really know what guys expect uh from from a conversation starting up in a nightclub and whether or not girls are even receptive to it is that is that something that you're that you're about or not really no definitely not but i've seen it work it does work because at the end of the day girls go to clubs sometimes for the same reasons guys do as well so i mean a guy's got to try his luck to see to find that particular girl that will say yeah hi you can buy me a drink yeah okay Okay, so it's 
does that, I guess, make it kind of uh, acceptable? It, then it doesn't guys? make it acceptable, especially because of how persistent guys are when it comes to asking you if they can buy you a drink, for example, because that's a common one where you, you're happy to buy your own drink, but they're forcing you to have one that they buy for you. Okay. Uh, so, so actually, when I ask Kieran about this, like if she's ever had friction when saying no to a guy, it's just it's, it's very quick but it sounds like you've had maybe some experiences where it's it's not been like yeah i'm not interested and then that's it yeah i've had someone get violent with me wow wow yeah no i've had it really bad well that's it's not the same example so a guy was trying to dance with me and um and he i basically put my bag in his face I just kind of lifted my hand up whilst I was dancing with my friend, um, lifted my bag up to like level with his face because he's actually shorter than me. So it's really easy for me to do that. And it was it was right in front of his face. So it was it was the most disrespectful thing you could do to a guy or I guess it was like a pa and, and, and his friends were watching him. So like, I don't know, he walked like a couple of meters back and um, I just saw a drink flat. Well, a drink just came flying at me, and then there were like kicks wow. and what? and like glass thrown around. What? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Wow. It's, gosh. It's really crazy. It could. It was like you couldn't even tell who was doing what anymore. Wow. Hmm. So you start. You started this the riot. The thing, basically, like he's made this decision mm. to like you know enter her space yeah not and and when you do that you have to think as well this person might not want that do you know what I mean so you can't I don't know yeah no it's often it I don't I don't get it because it's often the case that they feel like they're owed that that because you've entered a club you owe them a dance now because you're dressed you look good and they're attracted to you, you and you have made some kind of effort to look attractive, that now means that you owe them a dance or you owe them some kind of closeness or something, whatever. Yeah. It, it should is, be by your yeah. drink. Or just every guy, yeah? So every guy that goes into a club is owed a dance from every girl in that club. That would be mad. if That would be a weird dynamic, and it? Girls would get so tired. Yeah. <laughs> if that actually happened, hey. it would be, be weird. Uh, but this, I kind of that kind of goes back to what I was saying about the genuine fear that that women can have. Obviously, you know, I'm sure in that situation, in that moment when you put your your handbag up, you weren't expecting for it to end in, you know, getting mobbed. Um, did, did it uh, did it kind of affect your decision to go out after that? Were you were you a bit more hesitant? No, I just thought it's best not to play with a guy's ego. <laughs> too much i didn't mean to when i put the bag in his face but i clearly did play mm. with his ego a little just to be like there's just no chance yeah yeah you know? um I give think... up it wasn't it was you start off polite like you're like no you know stop it <laughs> leave me alone and then kind of carry on smiling and dancing with your friend but eventually it gets like you're really getting in my space and i can't enjoy myself anymore mm. so then you kind of have to make it clear to them that it's not you have no chance there isn't this isn't a maybe later this is a no <laughs> i think that, i think maybe this guy had small man syndrome as well because yeah. you said he sh how, how tall are you Manaza? yeah no he was really short like i'm only like five three five four wow. like, yeah 
So so basically, you got attacked by one of Snow White Snow White's mates. Yeah, one of the. No, he wasn't that. Yeah, he Grumpy wasn't. was trying to get a dance. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it's usually like for them. Like I wonder, wonder. You see, that can't have been the first time he's tried that the exact same move. So I wonder what's happened in the past. Yeah. You always just go around throwing drinks at girls because girls don't always accept. I watch it. I watch girls reject guys most of the time and then sometimes accept, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but this is this is basic. Like things that happen in clubs are just, it's just everyone has it. It's just basic level sleaziness. I was it's really, true. So much worse that happens. Yeah, I was really surprised. I think, I think, um, sort of me too movement and stuff and I, like I've got a lot of female friends and I just started sort of asking them questions and I was surprised at like it like you said it was just a standard thing it was like yeah but if, if I'm in a club someone's probably going to try and grab me someone's probably going to brush up against me like and it was it was like shocking how how standard it was to a point where it was just like like yeah that's 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 standard like it's almost definitely going to happen Sort of thing. I found that quite shocking, but do you know? What? Actually, it's just it's just uh, reminded me of uh, I think it was my thirtieth birthday. Mm. Uh, we were out at a club, and Kira had that? to pretend that I was her boyfriend because this guy was not taking no for an answer. Like, he oh. just kept on trying, kept on trying. Oh, yeah. Like she she come up, she was like, "Pretend you're my boyfriend." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Sorry, bro, that's my missus. What's up?" He's like, "Oh, okay, fine." And it was so weird that like. Her saying no meant nothing. Like she didn't just go, "Oh, I'm not sure about this guy." Uh, yeah, let me get Lewis to intervene. It was obviously she'd been like trying to fob this guy off nicely for a couple of minutes, and it wasn't. It just wasn't working. So at that point, she was like, "Right, let me get a guy to help out to to dismiss this." Um, is that like a is that a standard is that a standard thing? Like if you're with if there's a guy in your group, will you like utilize that guy as your shield? It does. It helps when you've obviously got your your male friends there. Of course, it does. Like if you're with a group of girls, you I, well personally, like if a guy's that persistent, yeah, you, my threat radar goes off a little bit more than if like if that if the if the group is mixed. But um, yeah. Um, what about for yourself, Monica? I've never used that trick. I don't think I can't remember using it. It 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 is just that when you're with when you've got a guy in the group, then people don't tend to approach you as much. Mm. But but yeah, I've never tried it. Where I, I don't often have a lot of guys I go out with, so that's probably why it's usually girls. Yeah. So yeah, I've not been able to use anyone. I like to think that I can just stick up for myself, though. I just kind of don't want to submit to that idea of well, if I want to have a good night, then I have to have a guy around so that, you know, although that it is true, it, it does make it a better night if you've got someone who's just, you know, fobbing off these guys for you. It does put me off going out massively. Like, just the fact that you can't have the space that you just, you need just to have a, yeah. a dance, really. Yeah, I've, I've, I've had to play that position quite a lot. I go out with, um, with my cousins who... Two of you knew well. Used to go out of them quite a lot, and that was quite a regular thing. I know even when we've 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 been out of them, Lewis, and that that was quite a regular thing. Just kind of like, nope, sorry, mate, not today, hey, and sort of thing, and just uh, 
blocking other guys. But that's one of the weird things I always think. Like, obviously, a lot of people have got sisters, a mum, a thing like, you know, and you would get pissed off if you saw people acting like that. So it's weird. I don't know. Like you said, sometimes there's alcohol involved in people in their sort of like state of mind. But how, 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 what I've heard of how a lot of people act, it still surprises me. Like, because that's one of the first things I'll think, like, oh, I've got a daughter, I've, I've got sisters, like, you yeah. know, how, how, and obviously I want to set an example for them to be able to judge a guy accordingly, but you know, it's weird. I think some guys have a different rule, don't they? Mm. Like, if something did happen to their sister or something, they would not take that at all, mm. but they're allowed to do it to, to other females, and yeah. some guys have that that kind of mentality as well I think like mm. double, that double standard but, yeah but I think it is helpful obviously like when your male friends are there like like you said like it makes it easier because people don't approach you as much mm. but like for me for example like people don't approach me often just because I think I I give off the impression already that I'm not interested for example, even if sometimes a guy, they won't even get close to me, but I can see that he's on his way, like right. dancing towards me. I'll stop and I'll move. So I think people know quite early on that I'm not interested at all. So, but then obviously you get some people, some guys that are just persistent and just don't listen. Um yeah. Okay, so is there, I, I guess, the, the question would be then, if there's a guy who wants to approach a girl in a club, what is the, the way that he can do it? And whether or not it's successful or not, what's the way that he could do it that is guaranteed not to offend? Because let's be real, if you're a guy going out to a club and you see a girl and you're attracted to her, you're going to want to approach her. And it's a very weird, awkward social interaction anyway because there's music playing so loud you can barely hear your own voice. And in order to actually have a conversation, you're pretty much standing on each other's toes, which means you're violating each other's like space, personal space anyway. So if, if a guy is going to try and talk to you in a club, what's the way to do it? Okay, he needs, he needs some kind of, um, what's the word? He needs a, a clue. Uh, not a clue he needs a an invite before he does that and it doesn't have to be that you say you, you're not actually asking him to come over but you you have to have had a look between the two of you or some kind of at least that to begin with and then what the way he approaches is also important because it's not sometimes you accidentally look at somebody and they get the wrong idea right so <laughs> you need to have looked at the person properly as if to have an inviting sort of like mutual interest to start off with would you say maybe like three individual little glances like okay i see you <laughs> there's no number no there's no like, like there's not been there's only been two and i can't tell if there was a third so now i'm not gonna go over it you've got to just feel something but you can be wrong both of you can by the time he gets close to you you're not interested anymore that can happen <laughs> I was, when you said it I, in my head I just imagined like you look at this guy you have a little a little moment and he just stops what he's doing and runs <laughs> and he's yeah. like, 
Hey, hey, you were looking, right? You were looking? Because I was looking. We'd be looking. At this point, he has to play it cool still. He has to come up to you and be really cool. And sometimes, like, it's, it hasn't worked for me because I'm just never out for that. Um, even if someone's attractive from a distance, it's like, yeah, you're all right, but no, you know, I'm not with, I'm not on this right now. But let's suppose I was. Um, if he came up over and he was a little bit old fashioned and was just like, hiya, how you doing? Or, oh God, it's still so sleazy. I can't think of anything. Like, <laughs> he, he just needs to just be like, you know, do you want to dance? Like, and then you can say no or yes, or like maybe, or I don't know, what's your name? Or it, it's just, it's just less like, it's a little bit more, it's a humble way to approach somebody, not, um, not expecting anything and like not expecting the person to be interested and you're not being overly cocky with your approach you're just like sort of taking a small step do you know what I mean okay. I think I uh, don't know I don't know it doesn't uh, really happen does it I, I think what we're learning here especially based on last week is that the key is to learn to dance uh, because <laughs> like I, I can dance Denny can dance I've, I've been approached in clubs by girls just to dance yeah um I'm sure, Denny, I'm guessing you've had the same thing yeah, a couple of yeah. times. Denny can dance. Um, and I, I can't imagine it would have ever happened if I couldn't dance. No, I'm just standing there doing the little white boy click and click and shuffle. And I, I can't see any girl coming over and going, come and click, click and shuffle with me, young man. <laughs> um, so, yeah. It's, it's not even like if you can't, if you have got moves, but say if a guy, like like you said, like if you had that um, eye contact on the dance floor. And even if he was doing the two-step, right? But even if you just smiled at each other and you engage in dancing, but not like obviously in a sleazy way, but that does happen where, you know, you get a banger on and everyone's feeling the vibe in that moment. And you get, you, you, you know, two people can like be in that same vibe in that moment. Do you know what I mean? And then like Jan said, through that, you can make, that friendship connection then you can be like you know what's your name you know like it's nice to meet you and have a normal conversation mm. rather than yeah. you know just inviting yourself straight in there like there's there that initial interaction that's really important like yeah. that natural initial interaction that you didn't create yourself it just happened itself so that music caused you to connect and you just did connect and it doesn't matter how good at dancing you are, you just kind of like felt the same vibe at the same time. So, yeah, there's okay. some there's something to talk about even. I think at the same time, it's difficult because guys still need to shoot their shot, right? And you can't just stand there and wait for someone to make eye contact with you and be like, yep, that's the one, I'm going in. <laughs> oh dear. I, I was going to ask though, what if, uh, you're saying like, you don't necessarily have to be a great dancer, but... I'm sure being a bad dancer can ruin your shot, right? Like if you see a guy and maybe he's not, he's not really dancing, but he, he's on the dance floor, he's moving around a little bit. Mm. And, you know, you have that little moment from a distance and you get a little bit, he plays it cool, gets a little bit closer. You know, one of Drake's new hot tunes comes on and suddenly he's doing the carton shuffle, right? <laughs> Is that it? Is that game over now? No, do you know what? With the bad dancing thing, it, it's true. You don't have to be a great dancer. It's not that you're going to approach a guy because he's a bad dancer or regardless of him dancing. It's just that if there's a guy, this is when a guy's the most attractive in a club 
because when he's on it on his own he's just happy having a good time and he's just dancing however he's dancing um and he doesn't care about you he doesn't care that you're over there looking great or you're dancing he's not trying to look cool he doesn't even look cool actually he's just dancing because he's there to have a good time he's not there for you yeah that's when he's like attractive i've been told that before so i used to deliberately do that (laughs) (laughs) i used to do that and i never got approached no i'm joking (laughs) how did you used to do that who me yeah, well, you just used to like, not, so you not, saw something that you liked. Not literally. To tell the truth, like it, how the conversation came about was because I because I I genuinely love dancing. I'd go to a club to dance, and that would be and that is what I'd be doing. And then someone actually said, "Oh, no, that's that's I, I prefer that. Like girls prefer that if you're just enjoying yourself oh. and you dance. Basically, like if you're a good dancer, we're going to see you're a good dancer anyway. Like, oh. and if you're just chilling and enjoying yourself." So I was just like, oh, I see. That's the key. Okay. No, but well, I was, luckily, I, yeah, yeah, I go out to enjoy <laughs> myself. I don't normally it, drink. Yeah, I don't normally drink. I just go out, have, have fun, enjoy myself. And yeah. The, the thing is, like, obviously, Kieran was saying before that she doesn't, she doesn't drink. Um, and obviously, when she goes out, she tends to like play that, that bodyguard mm. kind of role. Um, the, the, thing I, the thing I noticed, like, observing people generally in, in nightclub situations is that there appears to be a lot of like desperate guys because even when even when a guy appears to be like playing it cool he'll be playing it cool and he'll look and he'll look away he'll be playing it cool and he'll look and look away. and the fact that he keeps looking he is not playing it cool <laughs> right and it's I've, i almost i don't know i don't know why he's like why that happens i think maybe he's like i need to keep an eye on this one just in case uh, I, you know, I faced the wrong way for a minute and then she's gone. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, I think maybe it's just a, a weird social environment to try and, and get with someone. Um, and obviously before you join one of the, we were talking about uh, work, uh, like workplace romances and whether or not they're, they're a good idea. Uh, oh, I see. It's, it's a, it's a te- shame we don't put this thing out on video because we, we've got an instant facial reaction from that. I, I'm reco- it's, it's, it's recorded. I got this. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm building up. A Sorry, you, yeah. came, you came late when I was there, so I was supposed to let you know it's recording as I'm legally yeah, obliged I can to see kind that of. It's oh, okay, cool. Right. But yeah, now I'm, I'm getting a little collection of these these videos. Now we're doing it online, and they're they're going to be up on YouTube soon. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, what, what's your what's your take on it? Have you ever been involved or or had or been approached at work? Yeah, I've actually got a creepy story that I just remembered today about work. So there was this weird thing that one of the teams initiated around like some charity thing. I can't tell you what it was, what if it was for what particular reason they had decided to do an event to raise money for charity. So they decided that they would, this wasn't even like Valentine's Day, right? But they decided to do it theme of something that should have been for Valentine's Day because they put, they put a bunch of girls up for auction and a bunch of guys up for auction for a date. And so um you'd basically bid on on the person you wanted to take out for a date and like it was three girls selected they went around and they selected three girls but basically the most selected three were going to go up for auction and the most selected three boys were going to go up for auction and like they put um I was one of the girls that got selected to go up for auction um and everyone anyone could could bid like even like females you know like it was just whatever it was for fun um 
I decided to take it lightly because I was like, well, it's for charity. So whatever they make, they'll give you around a little bit of money to go for your meal on this date with this person. So um, there was there was a guy at the time that everybody knew was going to bid for me. It was it became a little thing in the office. It was like a little joke, cute thing. Um, and like so he was like he was someone who should probably bid rather than like it wasn't weird or creepy for him to to try um and so everyone was rooting for him when it came to my go and like my manager who was this like I don't know 50 year old plus actually man with married with like kids my age I don't know and like he started to go into a bidding war with this guy but and it was like it was really weird because like I was just stood at the front now like on auction just really awkwardly really embarrassed watching them all bid eventually it started to go down to just them two bidding and it was going up like the maximum anyone had been sold for was like um 50 pounds I think at this point and like it started to go up it was going up now in fives tens these two were just going and you think all right it's going to be over and this poor guy that wanted to take me on a date was like he had a limit he didn't want to go too far right he goes I was gonna stop um he told me after anyway but like um yeah my manager was was like going back and forth with him and he wouldn't stop and everyone was like okay like it got it got awkward yeah, yeah, it because like... he was really quietly silently seriously staring like yeah. as mm-hmm. if to win this he wanted to win this like as if you couldn't give me up to someone else <laughs> to, to take on a date it was so awkward and and like everyone was like, oh my God, this is so, this is so wrong. Anyway, um, eventually, like, I don't know what happened, but it got to like a hundred pounds. And um, I was like sold for 120 to the, to the other guy. To, to the manager? If he gave in, oh no, no. But the thing is the manager could have gone a lot further. And he, the other guy was like, I had a budget. Like I wasn't going to go that far. <laughs> <laughs> he's like listen you're nice and everything but i didn't want to go above a one because you're not that nice <laughs> <laughs> no it was just like i you know it gets stupid i've made my point you know like i wanted to take you on a date but i didn't want to like just go crazy on this yeah he's like i need money for the actual date <laughs> you know what if i feel like if i was if i was in that guy's shoes and it started to go i'd kind of get to the point where i was like Do you know what? i kind of need to just save her from this guy because that yeah. that seemed if everyone in everyone in the office knows he's like married with kids and they're like close to your age and he's just sitting again, five more pounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like that. No, it's not like that. But you know, but looking over at the young guy and going, date, "How weird would that be?" Because everyone was like, Crazy. like girls were. They were like couples. They would, you know, they were doing it for each other. They were bidding on each other. Like I was just like, you know, this is. It isn't like that right now. Me and you aren't mates. It's not cute. You're not you're not like gonna take me out and it'll be funny and me and you're gonna have like a great little little lunch, you know. It would be really awkward and weird that you you know, you're taking me out. So I was just like, What's your plan here? Like are you gonna like tell me that you've had this these feelings for me all this time and you kind of wanted to take me out? I don't know. I just thought like that's not the right way to do it if you, even if you did. Yeah. yeah, people do weird things. Probably should have gone through HR. I'm <laughs> any joking. So, so but that's you, the thing. Like HR wouldn't have let that. Like no, that. I don't, I don't. Yeah. They don't care that they've now made it so awkward for you to mm. work together. 
yeah. you know like they don't think like that some do definitely but like when they don't they they screw everything up they screw your work relationship yeah that's what we, that's what we were saying like i i've never understood work as an option like there's so many other places yeah. i can meet people it's just like Meh, for the sake of it not having to be awkward and as i was saying like, i'm a very different person in work anyway like I'm, i think i'm blinkered to a lot of it in work i don't ever see anything or really anything like that at all okay so 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 workplace romances are definitely a, a no-no yeah um okay and something else they're not they're not a no-no I thought, i'm not gonna say they're a no-no it can be a, a lot of fun as well <laughs> but it, the right people isn't it like you've got to have a balance mm. you can't be like too close someone in a whole different department yeah maybe but yeah, yeah. i think obviously if you're i don't know if if, if you're working at, at sainsbury's or something and you guys work on the tills next to each other you kind of get sick of looking at each other all day maybe yeah. I've got, um, i mean i've got a mate who starts a new job and he's on it that's his first thing he's like i'm looking for my work wife like straight away oh and, and, he, and he'll tell me and then he'll finish with that one at work and he'll have a next one I don't know how he does it. And the funny thing is I actually worked with him for about a year and he would be like, yeah, she's been watching me. And I'm thinking, mate, you're delusional. Like, <laughs> obviously I'm not, I'm not. But then within like, like a month, I don't know what he's doing behind the scenes because I never see it. And then like, he'll, he'll be seeing that or whatever's, whatever's happened. And it, it, it was just an ongoing thing. Like he would, he, he used work, his, the workplace, like a, like a, like a picking up spot. Literally. <laughs> and he, he still does. He still does. So you mean like it would be someone he would date when he's at that job? Because mm. he'd just enjoy it. He'd just have someone to like pass time with yeah, at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it and was like a place to find somebody. No, not not to find someone serious. Like it's while he's right, at that job. Like, yeah, like, and then he would he would finish with someone at that work and manage to get with someone else at that work. <laughs> and I'm like, what? How do you walk past this person with this other like I, I don't know I don't know it was, but yeah so I've, I've definitely I've, I've, I've got people who do that and we don't work together now but he'll still like I'll still get a message or a lunchtime thing and be like oh we're going for a lunch <laughs> and like a selfie or both of them like going out leaving the, leaving the building to go for lunch or something like that like, okay. I think work relationships are a lot more common than we think though maybe yeah. maybe growing up people you say to me Oh, maybe you'll find someone at uni or work. Yeah. You know, you know, people have that thing, like, you know, oh, I might find someone at work, you know. You know, there's so many people here. Let yeah. me, you know, connect to everybody, speak to everyone, see, you know, see what's going on. But I think I think it's a lot more common than we think. Whether, whether relationships last or not, that's a different thing. But I think it happens a lot. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't have time to meet anyone. Like, that's the place. Yeah, it's been so a like, day there. Yeah. But yeah, it's a no for me though. Well, I remember a, a few, a f- it's probably quite a, quite a while ago. Um, now, I am working in Canary Wharf now, but this was like a previous time I was working there. So it's probably about five years ago. And um, this guy who I'm, I'm really good friends with now, still, and we'll, we'll like go out to bars and stuff. Um, like when I first met him in work, proper like head down doing his work hardly like just seemed like the most quiet down-to-earth guy 
Um, and if you've ever been to Canary Wharf, like there's quite an after work kind of vibe, like there's a lot of bars and stuff. And it was like in our building, and that just sort of become a rule. In our building, we're super professional. In the evening, when we're in, you know, I mean, bars, we have jokes, we'll sort of be a lot more, but it was almost like two different characters. And that's for some, I don't know why. I, I, that's how I'm in work. I'm just very sort of there to do my work and outside work, completely different person. Completely different person. But I never, I've never really try and mix, mix that with, yeah, that sort of work and pleasure thing. Never, never done that. Depends how busy you are. <laughs> I guess I'm always too busy. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, okay, so uh, one of the other things that you you, you missed out on, as I was asking about um, uh, uh, the the one of uh, guys approaching online, because I think uh, I think for guys generally the only thing we get approached with online the odd little thing here and there, but otherwise it's these. Uh, you know dm me now for sex chat kind oh, of yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, I'm live in your area or some nonsense uh i think it's a lot more common <laughs> for girls to get approached by guys online just just kind of it feels like fishing i guess they're just throwing out as much bait as possible and seeing if they get a bite mm, yeah and they've not they can't see your picture but they seem that you've got a female name so they'll send you a <laughs> get to know me message, message. yeah, yeah. You know, it's a standard thing like every I don't know every few months I'll check my like Facebook outbox not outbox like there's a there's a separate inbox that you get in your Facebook from people who aren't who aren't your friends mm -hmm. and I just have a list of like just just weird messages that's just standard like I speak to everyone every girl says they've got that it's just a it's just a hi um hi I like you hi like just really weird messages from all around the world that was just a standard all thing, around I, yeah it, it gets worse though um so recently i like signed up for this thing on shop for like um helpers like for this just during this lockdown there's this oh, thing yeah, called yeah. shop helpers i don't know if you've seen it mm. but you can kind of just like put yourself up there to do errands for people yeah or, in help. your area yeah and so I like had a notification about it. So I signed up for it um, and everyone had put pictures up of themselves, like a friendly face. So I did the same thing, like just put one picture. <laughs> and like, um, so the first day I had like a lot of positive messages and then like one particular person put in an offer, obviously he's supposed to put in zero and like he puts in offers and like, you know, starts to write really long messages and then, and then like, you know, um, uses that as an opportunity to try and get to know me and then puts his number down that was one time and I was like okay this guy's you know because I had responded nicely the first time he's kind of taken that as an opportunity to go a bit further and like he's written his number I was like okay whatever then it happened again and it's happened twice since then where two different guys have gone and put in an offer and I said what do you actually want like as in how can I help you you know you, yeah. you keep on putting in these zeros and like you're not telling me what you need help with and it could it could be genuine so i'm taking it seriously saying you know how can i help you can you tell me the nature of your request or and they're like oh just just send me or this guy goes just um text me and gives me his number he says just text me and we'll talk about it and i was like can you just tell me a bit about it and then um he goes oh to be honest i just like you and i just wanted to get to know you oh my I was God. Like, wow. wow seriously wow. here like yeah. <laughs> then i was just like you know wow. you're really disappointing i had to respond i said 
it's just really disappointing. And he goes, oh, at least I didn't lie to you. I was like, oh, yeah, that's true, actually. <laughs> I'm just going to text you now. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, exactly. So I'm not a yeah. big dickhead. I'm just a dickhead. <laughs> yeah. So no, then, that, then I was just like, yeah. That's true. It's, it is a true, it's a shame, you know, because I genuinely didn't expect that. You guys have a really nice picture. Yeah, it was a really good picture. <laughs> you guys have a really good picture. <laughs> like, officially taken Photoshop. <laughs> Yeah, oh, there, there was there's a similar service near us actually, but um, they 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 send out a text message with what the job is, um, and then you reply saying whether you can do it, and if like you happen to be in the like with your postcode, and then only mm. if they accept you, then they send you all the details. Because we've done a couple where we've gone and picked up prescriptions for people and things like that, but um, yeah, they didn't get to see my face, so I didn't get didn't get the usual inundation of uh, loads of messages of people so it wasn't uh, quite the same yeah I think um, I, I don't think that kind of thing happens to guys very often online where you just get women fishing I don't know if it's ever happened to you Danny I, I will tell you one thing actually that this, this happened yesterday <laughs> and funnily enough I think this girl secretly listened to this to, to my podcast well not secretly because it's not a secret um so every so often, she's, she, 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 she knows me and a few of my friends. And every so often, she sends me a message with a follow-up message saying, and it will be a really personal message. It'll be like, oh, yeah, well, this has been happening to me. This has been happening to me. Um, yeah, well, I've just got no one. Um, and it will be like to someone else. And then I'll get a follow-up message. Oh, so sorry, Denny. I sent you that. It was a mistake. Da, da, da. But you know when this like keeps happening? <laughs> And then yesterday, and the thing was, I blocked her across all platforms, right? It got to a point where I was literally like, I sent her a message and I was like, look, X, Y, Z, like, it's certain things are inappropriate. I'm just, I don't want to speak to you. I didn't even let her reply. I just sent it and then just blocked across every possible thing. So the one yesterday was by email. Oh. I was like, the one thing I forget to, literally, but I sit there with my girlfriend, I was like, look. And um, we were just wow. laughing. Yeah, we were just laughing. Oh, dear. But, um, other than that one particular, um, uh, no, it doesn't happen to me. Do you know, I had, uh, had one when I was much, much younger. It was, uh, right, it was just, just, just by you as well, Lewis. Oh, is it? Yeah. Local, a local uh, crazy lady. Yeah. Okay. There's, there's, lots of, there's lots of crazy people near where I live. Um, but yeah, I had... Uh, my, my brother was actually going to school. He'd like walked to and from school with this girl. Um, and she was a similar age to my brother. Um, so when she was about 16, 17, she basically told my brother that she was in love with me. And I was like, okay, she's like a teenage girl, whatever. There's five years between me and my brother. So if she's 16, I was like 21 or whatever. So I was like, you know, she, she's like a little girl flattering whatever nothing of it and then um my brother's like no no she she really likes you i was like okay he goes yeah she so i don't know how but she knows your birthday she told me your birthday and she knows it i was like okay i don't know how she got that information he's like she knows your car registration by heart she knows where you work i was like no way like this started to get a bit over creepy right so i was like okay fine whatever like five years later that girl started messaging, messaging me on Facebook 
and I, I didn't click initially who it was because obviously I'd I'd forgotten. Um, and yeah, she, she was just, hi, how are you? And I was like, I don't know who this is. So I just ignored it. And it's like, oh, I see you've got a new car. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? <laughs> so yeah, I got like proper, I was, I was freaking out. I was scared to leave my house. Um, She's like, yeah, why would you do a, that? that without telling me. Um, what did you do? Oh, I blocked that girl. I blocked that girl. <laughs> she's, she's probably outside my house right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, speaking of like outside my house, it reminded me actually, um, workplace thing. Um, back when I used to work in pubs, there was a girl who actually lived on my street. So um, obviously you finish work late. It's like half 11, 12 o'clock. We, we're walking home the same way. We work together and her house was like, let's say a couple of hundred meter detour from, from my route. So I would walk her to her door just, you know, as you do, just to make sure people get home. All right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I go home, go to bed as normal. Anyway, one night my dad comes into my room, right? And he wakes me up and he's like, you better get downstairs at the front door. Now I don't know what the f- is going on. I was like, wow, well, well, because there's someone at the front door for you. You fucking get downstairs now. I was like, it's quarter to three in the morning. Who the hell is downstairs from me? I've gone downstairs thinking there's some kind of emergency, something's happened. It's this girl, right? And she crying. And she's like, listen, Lewis, I've been thinking about it for so long and I don't know how to tell you. And I'm just going to say, I like you. And, you know, I want to go out of you. And I just... I know I'm like, I'm, I'm looking at your door and it's late and it's really wrong. And I was just like, fuck, I'm hostage right now. Like, I can't even escape. <laughs> You're blocking the door. <laughs> I was not in any way attracted to this girl. All right. And my dad was being ruthless because let's just, let's just say she, she had a fuller figure. Right? But what my dad was saying about this girl was quite disrespectful and it was mostly because he was peed off for being awake at three in the morning. So I was like, you, you put your heart out there, right? Willing for this, like hoping that this guy doesn't break it. And he's standing at the door half asleep and his dad is insulting you because you've, you've woke him up at 3am. And I was like, I, I, I couldn't in that moment bring myself to say, nah, you need to F off, like get off my doorstep. Like I couldn't do it to her. It was, it would have been too much. So I was just like, look, uh, I genuinely, I, I appreciate that this must have been a difficult thing for you to, to come and do. Um, but to come and knock on my door at half three in the morning is not really appropriate. I think maybe we should just talk about this. Uh, talk about this maybe another time. This girl harassed me for a time after that. And I ended up going out on a couple of dates for her and stuff like <laughs> It's like just to get off my back. Were they pity like, dates, Lewis? I can't say no. Like, what's going on? I'm saying no, and you're not having it. Um, yeah, it was it was awkward as hell. It it really was. Uh, yeah, that was that's my one workplace thing as well. And that's the thing, like, because because we're at work, I could not escape her. And we did, and you're doing twelve hour shifts, right? You're there from twelve in the morning to tw- uh, like midday till midnight. Yeah. And she's just constantly. Hi, Lewis. You okay? Can I do anything? And I just, 
It was really like it was sweet and terrifying. Yeah. Must have been so happy on that day. (laughs) Just saying that, with regards to that sort of being the pub, that okay, so I did used to work in a club and everyone was similar age. We were all sort of in our university um uh summer holiday. Does that count as a workplace? Because that's the only time I would say I got with, but it was like everyone was, it was like, I don't know. Like summer camp. Yeah, it was kind of like summer camp. And everyone, yeah, apart from that, I'm just thinking because you kind of said pub, but it wasn't really like sort of my main job. Because it's not, um, because you're never really thinking of that as your career. Yeah. Unless unless your like career is to, to, you know, if you're planning on climbing up the pub chain. Uh, then, then maybe, but no, I think for for most people, they don't even see. Yeah, that that, that, that wasn't really. That was that was in Windsor. That was liquid in Windsor. <laughs> in liquid. Yeah, it's the only place I've been fired from. <laughs> Denny, we, we why could, did you get fired? You don't want to know. Oh, you can't yeah. say it on air. Oh no. Well, it's not even called liquid no more, is it? It's, it's same ownership. So I can tell you one of the reasons. So, um, we used to. There's, you know, there's a Weatherspoons next door. Mm-hmm. And it's really cheap. Mm-hmm. So we used to meet up in Weatherspoons and then go to work. Okay. So we were basically at work, like already kind of jolly. <laughs> so we probably okay. weren't then the best ambassadors to uh, be officially representing representing them. So anyway, we got a warning and then we were, we were in, we, when we actually got fired, we were in um, Weatherspoons. We were actually drinking Coke, but the manager walked past us and just saw us in there. So as soon as she came and she goes, we, I warned you already, get out. But that was that was like one of many, like, that was like the last straw of a few other things I can't really mention. So um, it was spoil my good boy image. Uh, yeah. All right, so, so other than like uh, being, being authentic, just being natural, being yourself, hoping that, you know, when when you approach a girl, it's, it's reciprocated. And so is it, is there any, uh, any tips you guys want to give for, for like the male listeners? They don't deserve any really, do they? <laughs> well, the thing is though, right? You don't give it right. If we give tips, it's not natural. And that take, that's the tip is to be natural. So if I tell you how you should be, that's going to, that's not going to work in your favor. Right. What about, what about this then? What about this since I'm like negotiating? For the men who don't know how to talk to women, what are the hard don'ts? Like, no matter what, you don't. Like, for example, you don't throw a bottle at a girl that you've just been dismissed by and start kicking her. That's an easy one. Right? Any other hard don'ts? I was going to ask about buying a drink. Because that's been brought up. Like, you said, like, a guy asks, like, buy a drink, and obviously you're willing to buy it. Like, is that a good way to approach with regards to, like, offering to buy you a drink or anything like that? For those women who are looking, I think that I've seen for women that drink as well, that is like, yeah, that's okay. To ask if you can buy someone a drink seems to be, seems to work for a lot of women. Like, now I'm, I'm trying to speak on their behalf. Like, yeah. for me, no, mm. I don't want anyone to buy me a drink ever. Like, I'll buy my own drink and it'll always be that way. So, me saying no to the drink buying thing. It ends there usually because it's like, oh no, I won't even want that. Mm. So you're offering me something I don't want in the first place. So I that conversation is not really going to go anywhere. But for the women that do 
want a drink, um, it is an easy way to kind of get in, I think. I don't know. Should I be speaking for them? Mm. Karen, what are you like with think, the concept? I think it's um, reasonable. I think there's nothing, nothing. You're in a place where there's a bar, right? So people are drinking, whether it's soft drinks or alcoholic drinks, whatever it is. So to ask somebody in a place like that if you want to drink, I think it's reasonable because mm. what else is there to do, I guess, other than dance and drink and to socialise? So, so it's it's actually it's 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 not it's not a rude thing to say, is it? So I don't see anything wrong with it. It's up obviously, like you said, like it's up to the girl whether she wants to accept that or not. Mm. But for like for a guy, I think it's fine to 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 ask a girl if she, you know she wanted a drink or whatever. So do you, just just devil's advocate kind of thing here, because uh, you guys. Mm. What about the expectation that something should follow having bought a drink? I bought you a drink, therefore, you're going to spend some time with me now, right? Like, I've, I, I've known guys who would never say it openly, but the way they've behaved is like, I bought her a drink, therefore, for at least the time it takes her to drink that drink, or whatever, like, we're going we're gonna to get to know each other. No. So I agree with that because, but I think that's hold on, when. Hold on, hold on. Oh, sorry. Are you saying that you agree with that idea that he's kind of like bought your time by buying you a drink? Clearly, that it's not. It's not buying your time. It's. I wouldn't if I didn't want to spend time with you. Well, it is buying your time, but if I didn't want to spend time with you, or speak to you, I wouldn't ask you for a drink, in the first place, and the but girl knows that also. Like but he, he approaches you and he offers to buy you a drink. Because what I'm thinking right now is, okay, if a guy approaches you, you're not really interested, he offers you a drink, you want a drink, maybe you just take a tequila and that way you just knock it and you're like, cheers, mate, bye. All right, okay, I see what you mean. No, okay, this, that's happened mean. to me a few times. There's two aspects to this because the girl the girl's clearly been cheeky and taken a drink. She has more self-respect than she should be like, I'm not really interested in anything, why should you buy me a drink? So actually, she should decline. And when she accepts, she's, why are you accepting if you're not interested? Yeah. Equally, yeah. equally, a guy has offered to buy a drink. He sh he doesn't have a right. To That's have what I was gonna say. I've I've well, offered people a drink and and they've taken it and like maybe even we're talking while we're waiting for the drinks to be made. And then once she gets, she's like, oh, I'm just going off to my. I'm like, cool, fair play. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? If if yeah, end of. And you bump into each other, and, and I think I don't know. You bump into each other again later on. You just say hi, and the conversation carries I mean, on. Like it during, doesn't. During like, the drinks being made, yeah, you're you're having that conversation. That's what I think. And, and that that's that. Sorry, initially when I said I agree, mm. that's what I meant because a girl would, if a guy said, "Can I buy you a drink?" A girl would automatically know that. Okay, I'm going to be standing at the bar with this guy. Conversation is yeah, going yeah. to happen. If I want this to happen, I'm going to say yes. Yeah, yeah you're not going to do it just for a, a drink. Yeah, that's well, what some I guys think. might, but I don't know. It's that that period while the drink's being made, not when yeah. the person's got the drink. I wouldn't want someone like yeah, because yeah, I'd even feel to an extent like if they drink slow to me, what do I have to wait for them now to finish? Like <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. That's that's what I agree with. Yeah. Like if you don't like if either of you don't feel it, like when you're speaking, mm. and yeah, if she goes off or he goes off. 
then fair play. Like, yeah. it is what it is. But at least you tried. Mm. You both tried, I guess. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if she's not courteous enough to, like, hang about and have at least a bit of a conversation after the drink, then... I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> but I think, I mean, there's even been, t- like, you know, sometimes... You speak to a girl and she's she's getting drinks for her friends as well. Or she has to, she's, you know, she's, she's also, she has to take a drink or have other friends waiting by herself. So like, for me, I just think there's, there's so many reasons why it doesn't yeah. ne- even necessarily mean because she doesn't like me that she can't, once she's got her drink, she, she, there's only a certain amount of time she can spend away from the actual people she was here to spend time with. So I don't really take it anyway. And then you're only you're in the same place like you can very easily bump into each other again and continue it or mm-hmm. and so sort of. i think the clubs are a very difficult place because you have like a very short amount of time yeah yeah to make a, an impression or you know to, and you have to read like the other person within like a few minutes like it's very difficult to yeah. to start anything yeah. like from that yeah. like you, said, you can't hear someone either people don't genuinely i i I mean, my experience is that people aren't genuinely looking to start something. They're just looking for one thing when they like. So they don't need a great impression of you. They just need to see. Oftentimes, it's about how you look, really, isn't it? It's not, oh, I want to know more about you. Let's get to know you and let's build an impression. Do we have a future? (laughs) (laughs) If If it was, the first question would be like, Hey girl, what do you feel about the economy in Central West Africa? You know, I would be like, yeah, what's your what's your credit rating like? <laughs> oh, Denny's out there hustling for money, is it? Nah, no, I'm just saying, I'm not, sugar mama, yeah? I'm not trying to take on no debt. Oh dear, oh dear. The thing is, as well, like, I, for example, Den, when we're in uh, when we're in California, mm. uh, we're at a bar, and this guy actually came and he was like, guys, let me buy you a drink, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. and, that, and it, happened, it happened a few times and yeah. to the point where I was buying drinks for people even while, while I was at the show because it like that that vibe of just people buying people yeah. drinks yeah. and then it, it occurred to me as well like I've, I've never actually I've never gone to a girl and said let me buy you a drink but there's been loads of times where I've been with a group mm. and we've just jolly whatever in the moment gone hey hey let's, let's buy you guys a drink as well let's yeah. buy you guys a drink as well yeah um and I think like a couple of times I've had, you know, the, the girl that I was talking to then like, have a conversation with, but I've, I've never, I've never just been like, I, you know, I just bought you a drink, come and sit down in my office. Let's yeah. have a conversation. What's your qualifications? <laughs> to tell the truth, like yeah. even most, mo- I guess most clubbing experiences that I've kind of mentioned are, are, are from a longer time ago. Like nowadays, if I'm in a, like, I'm obviously going to be in a nicer bar or you know we're a bit older just somewhere a bit mature but if I am somewhere most of the time in fact probably 99% of the time I'll probably say over the last few years when I've offered to buy someone's drink so I can skip the queue because I hate queuing it's literally like oh uh okay she's a girl she's gonna get served queue um grab these two drinks and I'll throw in an, an order and say and I'll get yours as well and I'm like reaching over to give her the money and I'm just buggering off <laughs> I swear I learned this from you, Denny. <laughs> I've done it before. It's yeah, like, like, wow. I just I did like just bug off again, go back to like cheers, thank you, grab all my drinks, and then bug off. They get free drinks. I don't have to spend an hour, half an hour queuing, and good for yeah, both of it's, us. It's bit me in the bum before that. Because I've gone, yeah, yeah, I'll get your drinks, and she's buying for like eight of her mates, and yeah, they've yeah. already given up the drinks. You're like, yeah. oh, that's a hundred and twenty-four pounds, yeah, yeah. mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, girls do take advantage of 
just guys wanting to buy them a drink and just for the sake of having a free drink that is like I remember when I used to go out more often like girls wouldn't go out with much money mm. they'd just be like yeah it's it's disgusting but like they do that yeah it's it's weird because like I mean with with to tell the truth I think for the most part I think fair play like but it's weird because and mm-hmm. this if I'm with I've got a lot of female friends and if I'm out with them generally I'll pay for drinks anyway um not all the time and a lot of time you know and like if it's my birthday they'll take me out and 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 the like and things like that but yeah like maybe it's old-fashioned but I still am a bit like that but I don't know that's for your friends yeah yeah I mean like I think you mean like like say if you go out with your with your girls yeah you expecting other people there to buy you drinks oh right yeah no 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 i don't do that but yeah. as i said if, if you know girls get up to them like it's kind of it's kind of, it's that same thing in it it's like a guy also has to analyze the situation and it's like if you're going to get played for a fool then fair play you know don't yeah. don't obviously act up afterwards because it's happened but you know i don't really this is when I would love to see Jan in action. <laughs> I'd love definitely, to see him in a club and how he does it. I feel like I just need definitely. to go out with him once and just follow him around, yeah. take notes. Be like, okay, this is this is the move. This is the move. Yeah. As I said, so, though, he was. I, I think I said about uh, being in the salsa club and how the girls will approach you if you're dancing and how I, like I said that I gave an example of where I just flopped <laughs> and the girl just like left me straight away yeah. I went straight off with the next person in front of me but um but yeah like get salsa I can from what he said if he's been dancing that long I can imagine him being uh, very good in the salsa club yeah. okay so so have we have we kind of gone through all of the terrible uh instances that that people have been here is that is that Obviously, getting getting bottled sounds like a pretty bad experience, man. Have you had any other like god awful experiences that you, you know? Oh, I wouldn't say like violent experiences, but I've had weird, lots of weird things happen, really shocking things. Care to share? I just don't know how interesting they are. There was this one where um, this was in Dubai. Do do things happening abroad count? Yeah, of course. So. I feel feel kind of bad for mentioning this one, but like I was on a bus that would go from the hotel, like a shuttle that would go from the hotel to the mall, like regularly, like just literally every, I don't know, 10 minutes or so. So I got on one and I I tend not to like the idea of going to like the, you know, Emirates. Um, So, but I wanted to do some research whilst I was out there, just some kind of like asking some questions about like, how locals are treated and you know how like general workers taxi drivers um even like the shuttle drivers how they're treated and I and I like I actually went for a conversation with him like uh, with the driver just to actually ask him a lot about his life just to find out like how he's being treated um how he you know what he gets paid and and like just just to kind of dig in and find out a little bit more from someone sort of like who's actually down there um and this guy like really it was really nice kind of like um the comp it was it was just like him telling me you know his struggles and things um and I was like yeah you know I'm glad to finally hear it from someone rather than just like just odd stories 
you know anyway so it ended there anyway I later on kind of got a call to my hotel room so this person didn't know my he didn't know my name my definitely if I was staying at that hotel he didn't know um he didn't know my room number so he had no all he knew was my the way I looked right as in that's all he had on me I didn't tell him anything about where I'm staying how long I'm staying for um so he somehow god knows how called my hotel room and this was this was uh this was a, a, a really nice hotel, like, as in, not a hotel where you could fuck around like that. Um, I don't know how the hell he got away with it. He called my hotel. Not only that, when I got back to England, he was calling my mobile. Obviously, the hotel had all my details, all of them, yeah. This is not a lie. He was calling wow. me and calling me. Oh, um, my God. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, look... Um, um I called the reception right the thing is I didn't I know that this guy could lose his job like I know he could get into a lot of trouble so obviously what's happened is he's spoken to somebody like the guys probably at the door and like there's so many people at the door like doing different things taking your bags up for you getting you a car doing your parking for you and whatever um so they're all kind of friends probably and like um and they're expats you know so like um yeah so he must have gotten them to find out from someone at reception about me perhaps that's probably what happened but I called I called her and I said that are any of my details like I don't know what I wanted to get out of it but I just called to say you know like how did this guy get my number but then I I realized what I was doing was I was jeopardizing his job and then I was like I can't do that to this guy because I know about his life like I know that he's sending money back home you know like as in there was things about his life that I didn't want to jeopardize, although he'd been stupid in trying to kind of like, he was really nice as well. It's such a shame. Like he was a nice person, you know, like we had a respectable conversation. Anyway, I have, I said to him, if you don't stop calling me, I will actually have to tell the hotel. So that's when he stopped calling me. That's so scary. Yeah. I would have probably requested to change hotel rooms if I was in the show. It was, it was like, I was only there for like three nights three or four nights and it was towards the end so it was wasn't like that and I didn't see him again either oh my god yeah so this I guess that kind of takes me back to my point about men not necessarily realizing how women potentially can go from having a normal day to just like being a little bit even just a little bit fearful of their situation because maybe in that situation you weren't necessarily scared but it's it only took for instead of him calling for him to come knocking yeah but to then be like oh shit it just makes you think you can't be a little bit nice without like leading someone on yeah just even a little bit take a tiny bit interest in someone's life like it makes you basically interested Mm. okay okay so um hmm. And have there been any situations where either of you ladies have been approached and even though maybe you weren't really interested, but the guy, he was, he did the, he played it the right way, you know, okay. He didn't get the result maybe that he wanted, but he was a gentleman. He was chivalrous. He was courteous, whatever. Is is there any, is there any kind of redemption stories that we've got about men? <laughs> no. 
<laughs> there is one like so i i don't i'm not open to meeting people who have just seen the way i look and then decided that they want they're interested right i, I want them to sort of like have some more on on me to make a decision on whether or not they're interested but if i wasn't that person and i was okay with like just like meeting somebody like just on the off chance like that there was this one time where um I got tapped on the shoulder while I was walking down the street and like um and the guy kind of was just really really confident but just kind of just introduced himself like I said you know that that old-fashioned way of like saying I just thought I would you know ask you how you're doing and like a kind of like I'm interested it was just direct right but like a little bit get to know you conversation and then eventually ask for your number get rejected was, the reason he got rejected was genuinely because I was like I'm gonna force it this person seems nice but I'm just forcing it because I'm not interested like it's you know it would be the right way to how do people meet this is what I was thinking at that time I was like how do people meet each other anyway I've got to give people a chance <laughs> But I was like, but I am still forcing it because it's not who I am. But in another, if it was someone else, I would say, if you're interested or you're like, as in you found the person attractive, that wouldn't be a wrong way to have approached a girl. Okay. Yeah. But don't like, I don't, I don't mean like tap girls on the shoulder in the street, but he just had a confidence about him. Yeah. Do you know what? It, that's kind of a, that's something I did a little bit of when I was in secondary school, like towards my sixth form kind of time. Because uh, I went to an old boys' school, and uh, I, like I grew up, I, I have two sisters. My sisters were, were quite popular socially, so I was always around girls, and I didn't ever find it awkward to talk to girls. But my friends, however, especially if they were like only only children or they only had a brother, and they go into a boys' school, they get a bit awkward. They like so socially anxious about just the idea of speaking to a girl and as a result like getting the train because i used to train to, to and from school if there were girls on the platform it was it was madness but um but i'd be walking through the the high street um and if i if i saw a girl that i liked i'd just go and talk to her for a little while and then a lot of times i'd just talk to her and then i'd just walk off i wouldn't even ask for her number um and it got to the point where I would do that kind of for my, for my mates, where I would walk with this girl, with my mate, introduce my mate, get them involved in the conversation and just be like, you guys go ahead, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be back. And I never once had a girl be like, what the fuck are you doing? Get away from me. So I suppose if you're genuine and you're not too pushy with it and you're prepared to just walk away and be like, okay, that was a you know, a polite and genuine and, and good kind of social interaction, then I guess it's okay. Um, but yeah, to, if, if for example, you ask for a girl's number and she says no, maybe don't call her an ugly cow. <laughs> I wasn't that interested anyway, yeah? <laughs> I was just bored that, passing time. <laughs> I, think, I think girls also do it as well, though. Girls also, do girls approach guys and stuff at clubs? They must do, right? Yeah, I've I've been well, Denny. I'm sure you you spent a lot more time in clubs than myself, but you must have been approached more than me. I don't think it's as common, um, but I think as well, as I've got older, um, it's happened more. 
But I think that's like, because again, I do think it becomes like, I'm not looking like, I'm, I'm not looking for anything. I'm just, so I can, if I'm, if I'm having a conversation, if I'm, you know, me and friends are being jovial and, and, and you could, it's very easy to involve someone who's standing next to you at a bar. You know, there's so much in common you could talk about. If the barman's taking ages, you can very easily just open conversation up without it meaning anything. Um, you know, there's someone, I'm normally in cocktail bars. Someone's got a, like a, a fancy looking cocktail and just like saying, oh, asking what one it is. And so, and then just from, I don't know, maybe that little opening interaction then makes it easier for them to come and speak later and things like that. But that happens quite a lot. Um, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I've, I don't really go out looking for anything. So. And have um, you ever been approached any like in the complete wrong way or been? So I was in, I was in, <laughs> I, I knew this is recent, this is recent actually. I was in, um, was it the last time I went to a Garage Nation? Um, does anyone know the club? Um, where did we go to see Big Sean in King's Cross, Lewis? Do you know, I can't remember the name <sighs> of the venue. It's in King's Cross, right opposite the station. I can't yeah. remember what it's called. So I was probably there, it might have been last year. Mm-hmm. definitely Scala. Scala that's it yeah so I used to live across the road from there and uh, <laughs> I used to live across the road from there so it was I, I don't like the venue but when they used to do like um Garage Nation it was like okay some friends will go in we went there and I was at the bar the first so I went in the actual room I was at the as you go up the first stairs there's like a bar and a small dance before you go into the big room so I'm at this small bar I finally got to the um to the actual bar so I'm right there but you're still waiting a little bit and literally a hand has come round and grabbed my crotch and I've 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 turned around and um these two girls were laughing and they were like it wasn't us it wasn't us and then this lady who was about um she was in her 50s definitely Irish lady she was like oh I'm, I'm only over here for a few days and you're just so gorgeous we don't get guys like you where I'm from and while she's saying that she's now putting her hand in my um in my uh back pocket and like grabbing my bum oh, dear. um so I, I would say yeah she she uh she came on to me I'll say just a little bit but that that's um uh yeah that's probably the most recent and extreme that I can remember off the top of my head thing is like i'm i'm used to getting my bum grabbed in nightclubs like that's standards i think like it happens to girls it happens to guys i'm sure obviously what two two women you guys must have had your bum grabbed at some point you've gone out to yeah i'm getting vexed that's the standard <laughs> thing right mm-hmm. so i kind of take it for granted i'll get my bum grabbed once or twice on a, on a night out it's gonna happen right of it Generally speaking, you don't. I don't even turn around. Like maybe a few times, some guys grab my bum, and I'm just like, <laughs> keep on, keep it moving. Um, but you know, speaking of, like getting your crush, this I was dancing once, and this girl like reached around and grabbed me. Telling you, I don't know what she did for a, for a job. I don't know what how she trained. The grip strength on this girl. <laughs> It was incredible. Brought a tear to my eye. <laughs> I was like, I was trying to shirk myself free to get off from her. And then when I turned, I was just like, what do you say? 
I was like, you're a dickhead. And I just I walked off. I couldn't, I couldn't bring anything else. I actually wanted to raise my hand to this girl. She, physically, I was in agony oh. for time. She, she grabbed, she grabbed a lot. <laughs> when, um, when that so happened yeah, to me, I, yeah, go on, sorry, go on. And I was, I was just like, I personally don't think any, like guys grab bums, yeah. hands on waist. Okay. Maybe you got some high level idiot thinks it's okay to try and grab at a girl's chest I, I i personally i've never witnessed that i'd like to think that it's a, it's a once and blooming thing but for a, i don't think a guy would ever have the lack of intellect to try and grab a woman like unless you're donald trump I, I, that's, what, that's his thing right? yeah yeah um <laughs> i like that and i afterwards i was like if i did that to a girl i'll be going to prison I'll be getting banged up. I'll tell you the so f- do, you, do you guys so, get pissed off? So yeah, that's what I was going to say. It, when it when yeah. it happened to me, my response was almost like, oh, I almost didn't really know what to say. I was just like, oh, okay. And then she was still trying to kind of like thing. And I was just like, oh, okay. And kind of backing away. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what was interesting though, right? So the girl I was seeing at the time, I told her about it. And right. she was like, how she, and this is when I said, like I started having that conversation with more and more people. And she was like, you know what the thing is, Denny? Like you're telling me that like, like, wow, like, I can't believe this has happened. Like, that's a standard thing. Like, if I go to a bar, if I go to a club, that's going to happen. Like, it's not even something I would probably say because it's just so standard. And that was what made me kind of think like, wow, like, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, I, I I did kind of, if I saw her, I will just try to kind of like go the other way. <laughs> like, And Scarlett, you can't, there's several ways to sort of get her. But if I saw her like coming from one way, I was always like just trying to make sure I went near her because at the same time I didn't want to be rude. And I think the key thing the 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 person I was seeing at the time said to me was like did you ever feel like threatened? Did you ever feel like you're in a situation that you couldn't control? Did you ever feel like endangered? And I was like, no, nah, never. Like it was kind of funny. Like the first thing I was seeing, I was going, mate, you never guess what just happened to me. Da, 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 da. And and that is true. And I think when when we were talking about it, she was saying like that's that's probably the big difference. Like you you're rarely, even if it happens to you, you're rarely going to feel that you're in a situation that you can't control. And I guess maybe that's a difference sometimes. And that there's that possibility with with um. It's different as well, isn't it? Because yeah. if that happens to a guy, I don't think you guys feel disrespected. No, I did. It there was there was a little Whereas there was a little bit of flattery still, and it was kind of like it was just like it was it was a bit of but easy like <laughs> calm yourself. Um, but yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, See, we don't we don't feel flattered if a guy does that yeah. or like you yeah. know. What I mean, it's it's different. It is different mm. between the genders like that. I think. Do you guys think maybe that's because uh, we kind of have more control, like? Uh, in, in that situation, if if a girl approaches us and we're adamant that is is no, it doesn't matter how how intent she is on getting a yes or trying to force it. There's ninety nine point nine percent of the time a, a guy is never physically worried about what a girl is physically yeah. capable of. Yeah. Whereas on the other way around, it's probably more like ninety ninety five percent of the time that a guy is physically capable of doing something. No, it's not always about fear. It barely ever is about, oh, no, he can do something. He's physically stronger than me. It's because we're precious compared to you. So when someone touches you, <laughs> Okay. Okay. I'll just, I'll go and sleep in a box in the corner. <laughs> oh, dear. 
Okay. I guess that's, uh, to be honest, I think, I think we would all like to assume that men think that way, that women are precious. I know Denny's a gentleman. I'd like to consider myself as a gentleman. I don't think we'd ever behave otherwise. Um, but obviously, we're not all on the same page. Not everyone's uh, the same way inclined. But, uh, but yeah. Mm. So uh, before we before we uh, wrap up, Denny, is there is there any other like uh, situations where you've been approached that you want to talk about, like that guy from last week? <laughs> I wasn't going to mention him. We're um, we're now actually dating. No, um, <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I think I think I'm good. I think there's you know other stuff maybe more suitable for another episode and just others, yeah. But no, I'm good. Cool, cool, cool. In which case, because I think we're probably over an hour and a half now. We are, indeed. Hour 48. All right, we'll, we'll do our throwbacks and then we'll, we'll let you guys go. Kieran looks like she's super excited. <laughs> she's yeah, re- I love it because on podcast people are like, oh no, I'm on the spot. I need to think of a song. <laughs> you know, put me last, put me last. I know how it goes. <laughs> so you're ready. <laughs> oh. Oh. Anyway, well, carry on. We'll let you go first, I, no, Kieran, you get to go first now. Oh, okay. Uh, Lewis, you can sing the song that I suggest. <laughs> um, so my song, I was listening to it on the way um, to... No, not on the way, during my cycle today. It was... Um, it's a Kanye West song. It's... Um, why has my mind gone blank? Hold on. <laughs> We kept talking about it. This is standard behavior from guests yeah. when they ask for their feedback. Oh, all falls down. I love that oh, song. Jean. That's so weird. That. I've been, I've been like, I've actually been singing that song for like yeah, the last yeah. two weeks. Yeah. Every Go on now. Then. No, I'm not singing it. Screw you. <laughs> I'm not your bundad. Did you know so. Lauren Hill originally done the chorus for that? Really? And then they couldn't, they couldn't. Uh, I think it's actually a Lauren Hill thing, and they couldn't get the the, the Lauren Hill sample cleared, so they ended up using Selena Johnson. Damn! Yeah. I, to I wonder it. what the Lauren Hill version. I song. love that song. It's available. You can get hold of it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a bit slower. Hmm. Yeah. Fair yeah, Fair classic enough. song. Good song. What about your yeah. throwback movie, Gabs? It's gonna have to be Batman Returns with the Penguin with the. Uh... Danny DeVito. Yeah. <laughs> ah, classic. I love that yeah, film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay. Do you love terrible acting then? But all right. <laughs> <laughs> I love that film because it was just, I just remember being when I was younger and watching it, like watching it when you're young, it's so entertaining because there's just so much weirdness happening in that film. So that now film. when I watch it, I still, I still find it entertaining. It is bad acting though. Okay. okay. Manaza, do you have yours ready or would you like us to come back? Yeah, but I need help with the film. I can't remember what it's called. Okay. But I know the song. The song is um, Lauren Hill, that thing. I actually think that is already on the playlist, but you can use it anyway. That's fine. I think I've chosen it before. The film is that film where it's like about that little, I think he's a little Italian boy um, and he he starts going out with that young black girl and it's in like America and, and he opens the door for her. She opens the door for him. Yeah, uh, I know this film. I will look up the name of it in just one second, unless Denny knows it. Uh, it's got De Niro uh, and yeah. um, it's got the kid from uh, Karate Kid actually plays the uh, the young boy. Um, oh, uh, 
Ascent of a Woman? No, it's A Bronx Tale. Oh, A Bronx yeah. Tale. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That's classic, yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, he's in it. Colodrol. Colodrol is the, the kid's name. Okay. It's a really odd name. But yeah, that's a, that, is, that is a great movie. It's a great movie. Okay. Uh, I will do My Throwbacks. Uh, my throwback movie is not necessarily uh, one that is all that old, um, but uh, but it's a, a movie that I've been trying to get around to watching recently and haven't been able to, and that is uh, The Kingdom. Yes, With, uh, oh, pretty good. Your boy, Mr. Jamie Foxx. Yeah, good film. Uh, and actually, I, because I, I want to, I had the, the throwback song in my head, so I let Denny do his throwbacks while I, while I try and get back that song that I had. My throwback song, uh, just to try and keep it in line with the topic of today's show, is uh, T-Pain, Buy Me a Drink. <laughs> and uh, my throwback film is I'm going to try and beat uh, Kieran's for terrible movies, is the Super Mario Brothers movie. Has anyone seen that? It was real yeah. bad. Yeah. So I'll tell you, funnily enough, why that film came to me, because I was scrolling through the... Um, the NGA uh, Instagram page, which can be found at at NGA podcast and on Instagram. Um, on Instagram. And uh, we posted a uh, something when uh, the lead singer from Roxette died and they, yeah. they had sung the, um, the main sort of film uh, title track. And yeah, I was, I, I was, I was actually a massive fan of Roxette. That's, I think that's 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 probably something I saw them like twice in concert. Like that's how much of a, of a um, and it's 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 so typically not my music, but I just I really I still like them now, yeah. But um, yeah. So my throwback movie is um, Super Mario Bros. The movie. Fair enough. I've I've remembered my uh, my throwback song. Uh, so Denny might know this artist uh, vaguely. Uh, although he he's been on TV more than he actually made music, Jin. Yeah, you know who Jin is, yeah. Obviously yeah. He was a... uh, the Chinese MC. Yeah. So he's true a... true story. My uni when, when we were at uni, my um my friend was uh, a hardcore Jin groupie. Okay. And so much so, like every time he performed over here, we like went and got um vip meet tickets so I've, I've actually met him about two or three probably two, yeah two or three times maybe i've been i've seen him live three times so i used to go with him he used to go and be such a like groupie and like be up on his myspace and all contacting him hardcore all the time that they actually built up a relationship so much to the point that on the second album on jin's second album that was released through myspace he's got a a skit of voicemails from fans and he specifically asked my mate to leave one on there and also got his little brother to leave one on there as well. So oh, yeah, okay. he's, he's, he's on yeah. the, one of the skits for Jin's album. But the, uh, okay, so, so before I forget, the yeah. actual name of the song is Senorita. Yeah, tune. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm assuming Kieran and Manaza haven't heard it. So if you do want to hear it, head over to the Spotify account, NJ yeah. Podcast Playlist. Daniel will put it up there later on this evening. Yeah, I'll tell you something else quickly that happened. We were we were speaking to him and he was he had a camera in front of him so he was getting everyone you know he had that his famous his first song speak Chinese yeah yeah and um he's uh my my friend um has gone and said something and he's just getting all these fans to speak Chinese and they put the camera in front of me like 
totally thinking I've gone, Shishinyi? Uh, and that's Japanese. <laughs> and they've gone like, what? or whatever it was I said was Japanese. I can't remember. I think I said, what? no, I said Konnichiwa. Yeah, because yeah, 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 that is Chinese. Yeah, yeah. I've I've gone Konnichiwa, and they've looked at me and like that's Japanese, and it was so embarrassing. It was probably probably embarrassing. It probably made the blooper reel more than the actual uh, the proper okay. video. But um, yeah, yeah, Jin, cool, cool, cool. sick, sick MC. All right, throwbacks are done. Social medias are pretty much there. If I, I would direct you guys to Menezes and Kieran's social media, but we don't want any creepy guys trying to <laughs> trying to hit that. <laughs> We'll keep that one off the radar for now. Uh, but yeah, I'm Lewis. I'm Denny. We've been joined today by Kieran and <laughs> Thank you very much, guys, for joining us. Peace. Peace. Thank you very much.